episode and locked on SoCal hockey. Guess what? It's Mexican Independence Day. Isn't that great, Sarah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it on today's Locked On SoCal Hockey, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. How's it going? It is September 16th. I normally don't date the episodes, but it is special because today is Mexican Independence Day and both of our teams are in Southern California. So we want to wish everybody out there a happy Mexican Independence Day. Yeah. yeah. Great day. Yeah, great day. Uh, for those of you listening, you could find both of our podcasts on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever podcasts can be heard. Make sure to follow Sarah on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E, Sarah with an H, and Locked on LA Kings. You can follow me at StimpyJD. Or follow my show at LO underscore Ducks. That's how you always say it. I follow your cadence all the time. So, <laughs> yes. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. All right. So, we're going to talk... We're going to go off the board today and talk about some of the Mexican-born players and Latin-born players that have played or are still playing in the National Hockey League. And as it turns out, there's a pretty decent list of players. And I mean, I'll also preface this by saying... Well, A, it's also just of heritage, so, you know, it would be really... The day we have, like, an actual legit hockey player born in Mexico who, you know, or or another Latin American country who plays in the NHL is going to be super rad. Anyway, it's a decent list if you are compared... Like, there's, like, eight of them. (laughs) So it's a decent list in that it's more than zero? It is more than zero. Yeah. You know, you look at the list 20 years ago, and the list was... One, two, two, yeah. Two, that was it. And now you have almost a dozen. Mm-hmm. That's that's progress, at least. Absolutely. I think the biggest progress is that we're also getting players in the Southwest that are playing, mm-hmm. that are born out here in Arizona, like Austin Matthews, mm-hmm. or in Southern California, like uh, Matt Nieto. Mm-hmm. And I do Where wanna... is he from? He's from Long Beach. Thank you. California. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's contractually obligated to Matt Nieto from Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's how we call him? Yes, that's Matt Nieto. He's from Long Beach. Matt Nieto from Long Beach. Uh All right. So, I mean, Scott Gomez, one of the first players of Mexican descent. He's actually an old New Jersey devil. And I'll give a shout out to my buddy Dylan, who actually got me a Scott Gomez figure, Scott Gomez figurine, which I think was super cool. But he played in a slew of teams, including the San Jose Sharks. You know, he was kind of one of the first ones, along with Al Montoya you know, I mean, even that alone had a big impact back then, didn't it? Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, especially when you look at building hockey through, you know, the Southwest, through the Sun Belt, through whatever, you don't do it without kids seeing players like them. Um, we all know that it, it's, you, you see more and more kids and that say, you know, Austin Matthews is who I look up to. And, you know, because they know his heritage, they know his story. Um, you see it a, a ton. If if you pay any attention to like USHL, uh, particularly, uh, you'll see a lot of kids. Uh, I mean, there's a movement in Florida, partly partly to the the Tampa Bay Lightning, most likely. But you know, you see a lot of kids coming out of Miami, a lot of kids coming from Cuban backgrounds now who are you know getting into hockey. Uh, and yes. if you pay attention to the junior ranks, you're going to start to see a lot more. You know, people who aren't Brayden Mick. Alberta. <laughs> well, I mean, you brought up a very good point I hadn't thought about, so I'll ask you this very frankly. Do you think maybe in about 
seven, eight, nine years, do you think we're going to see that big of a shift as far as Cuban more players? Because we don't really have any mm-hmm. Cuban players, just the one Almontoy, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I know that the Lightning in particular have done, mm-hmm. I know Tampa and Miami, two, two different places, whatever. But I know the Lightning have done a lot to encourage youth hockey. I'm sure the Panthers have done stuff too. They're just quieter because they're the Panthers. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that we're seeing more kids from that area get into hockey and get into, you know, maybe they might not make it to the NHL, but they play in college and they go through to the ECHL or something. Uh, so I think it's only a matter of time until they start building that elite talent level there. Yeah. And more to your point, you know, because we cover both of our teams, both our junior teams mm-hmm. have a couple of players of Mexican descent mm-hmm. on those teams, both on the junior ducks and the junior Kings. I don't hide this. I do also help out with youth hockey locally, the Ontario Moose, Junior Kings, Junior Ducks, Junior Man, like, etc. And I'm starting to see kind of a shift Mm -hmm. here in Southern California. Mm -hmm. That's nothing but a good thing. Yeah. You think we'll see any of those players possibly make some kind of headway? I hope so. I mean, it's fun now. I mean, it's, it's, it's not quite the same, but just in general, looking at hockey youth hockey in southern california now whenever the like under 18 list for uh usa hockey and stuff come out you start to see a lot more like long beach a lot more kids from the southern california area right and not not just kids who are the sons of or daughters for if you're looking at the women's teams the kids of nhl players who happen to play for the kings or the ducks like just kids who grew up out there. Um, oh, there's, there's some good kids on the 18 unders out. Yeah. Out in yeah. SoCal. And when I was out in LA, Southern California the other week, I had the opportunity to go watch a, a junior, a youth game, little kids, little, little small kids um, with the junior ducks and the Ontario moose. And just seeing the diversity in those teams, um, mm-hmm. it's a very diverse region in general. You guys know that because you're all Kings and ducks fans, but just seeing the faces of the kids on that team and the parents on the benches and everything was really encouraging because it's not just a team of like 10 blonde haired, blue eyed little kids. It, it's actually growing the game, which is what we're all here for. I mean, kids that look like me first off. Yes. I mean, to me, that's a big deal. Yeah. And oh, the goalie, uh, not a male, like a female goalie. Mm-hmm. I was so excited when I saw you. There was a girl goalie. Yeah. There's also, I think another girl on the team too. There was, there yeah. was, I think two girls on either side. So it was really exciting to see the diversity and see more of that happening in youth hockey. Yeah. So it's always a good conversation to have. And it is encouraging to mm-hmm. see that in general. I know you were excited, like, oh, man, go goalie. Like, yeah. Let's go. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we're going to go into the first break really quickly. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, right. which has all the parts your car will ever need. Mm-hmm. And whether you have a Toyota Prius like myself or an awesome Nissan Juke mm-hmm. like Sarah. That's a good mm-hmm. car, by the way. Uh, yeah. 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 I know cool. I've made fun of it in the past, but you know mm-hmm. what? Not a bad car. Thank you. Yeah. I retract my previous statements from last year Sweet. about it. Sweet. Can I get that in writing? Um, maybe later. Okay. <laughs> but you said it on the podcast, so now everyone's going to hear it. But I retract all those prior statements. So whatever car you have, you can find wipers or whatever you need at rockauto.com. Why pay full price when you can pay half or less than half of the big box stores? You know, they've been family owned and operated for two decades. That's amazing. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. So head over to rockauto.com. And what should they do, Sarah? Uh, they should, in the little box that says, how did you find out about us, say that Locked On sent you. Yeah. Once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Yeah. All right. And also, this shoe is brought to you by 
DirecTV. And I know I'm more of a TV watcher than you are. You know, today I want to tell you about a simple way, a very simple way, to get all the entertainment you love. Sweet. You, you know, you love your sports. I, obviously. Yeah. Without the hassle, DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. Great, huh? Awesome. Yeah, which means you can watch your favorite sports and, of course, movies and shows all in one place, but... You know both of us. We want the sports. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, also the really cheesy, like, dramas. That's my area. But yeah, sports. Direct TV. All right, since we're going there, like, you like your cheese dramas, I like my game shows. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the best part, there's no annual contract. Amazing. Yeah. You don't need a nine-year deal. Sweet. Yeah. No offer sheets here. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Once again, that's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about some of these past players that we kind of mentioned. Uh, you mentioned Austin Matthews, who's from Arizona. Mexican-American. Mm -hmm. And I did like reading that his mother, Emma, is from Hermosillo, Mexico. Okay, not quite my area, but you know, I'm my family's from Michoacan. We kind of make a little bit of fun of that area a little bit, <laughs> just because they kind of have that brooding look. Okay. That is stuff. Austin Matthews, yeah. It, it kind of is, but still awesome to see few more players. And Austin Matthews has always said, if it wasn't for those games in Arizona, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have gotten in hockey. Yeah. So maybe more players will see Austin Matthews and go, hmm. Yeah. I could do this too. Which is why I get annoyed anytime anyone is like, fold the coyotes, move the coyotes. Like, we wouldn't have, like, we, hey, a, a, a Toronto, well, Toronto Maple go. Leafs fans <laughs> who are out there, I don't know why you'd be listening to the show, but like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like, especially from, no offense, the Canadian markets are like, get rid of that, the, the Arizona team, whatever, they're terrible, whatever. Maple Leafs fans, you wouldn't have Austin Matthews. If the, the Coyotes didn't exist, like, maybe you would have found hockey in some other convoluted way, but the, the Coyotes are directly responsible for the fact that you have Austin frickin' Matthews on your team. <laughs> so calm down. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I love it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, one other player I was going to mention was Rafi Torres, who's kind of in our generation because he was a little older than us, but that's who we watched growing up, too. Rafi Torres was very good for a while. And another Mexican player that I loved watching back in the day, even though he was an oiler and a shark. Oh, I just can't think about Rafi Torres without thinking of, like, how he basically murdered Marion Hosa. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like, uh, Rafi Torres is one of the, like, the guys of, uh, maybe he's a very nice guy off the ice, I do not know. But, like, as a player, <laughs> you're like, oh, you're just a expletive expletive, you know, we're not going to beep things out on the show because I'm lazy. Um, but, like... As someone who wants to root for and encourage minorities in sports, like, go Rafi Torres. But also, like, you're so irresponsible on the ice. Um, but I, I don't think I should have known that, not to stereotype, but like, from the name Rafi Torres, I should have realized he was yeah. um, of, of Hispanic heritage, but yeah. did not. Whenever we were talking about doing this show, um, Jason asked me, do you know how many, like, can, what, what, what players can you name? Um, and I came up with three. So, you know, there are yeah. more than that. There are more than that. And just as, as an aside, I was excited to see him up close uh, in my time with the AHL. He played for the Barracuda briefly. Oh. In 2016. Oh, that's right. When they were, like, trying to disappear him. 
Yeah, and well, they were doing two things. One, disappearing him, but also trying to get some fans kind of like, hey, we have Rafi Torres playing for the Barracuda. It got some fans. Yeah. It drew some fans for a couple games. And one of those road games, I got to see him up close. I'm like, hey, this is kind of cool. I know who this is. And you know, we got to talk about, you know, Max Pacioretty, another Mexican-born player. Well, not born in Mexico, but, you know, like of Mexican descent. He's one of the stars of today's game Mm -hmm. out in Vegas. And again, we can go off on this tangent. If it wasn't for having a team in Vegas, (laughs) you wouldn't have this. And you wouldn't have this youth movement Mm -hmm. in a place like Las Vegas. Yeah, the they... Vegas Junior Kings are great. Oh. <laughs> I have seen various age level age levels of the Vegas Junior Kings play, and I'm like, where did you all come from? It's really cool. I mean, we're going to have Kings versus Kings out at Toyota Arena in a week and a half. Mm-hmm. So yours truly will be there, mm-hmm. you know, covering that. Yeah. But before that game, for those of you that may or may not be aware, there is a youth game happening there for the Ontario Moose, and it's going to be the 18-unders. There's a couple players on the visiting teams that come from Vegas to SoCal to play some of those games, and those kids are freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them say, yeah, we want to have the number because of Max Pacioretty. In yeah. fact, there is a kid that has, that actually has the number 67 because of Max Pacioretty. That's super cute. Like, that's cool. And I'm going to leave one player for last. But first, I want to give a shout out to our former colleague, C. Morley. We love C here. Yep. Yeah. And C had a really awesome story that I want to just briefly talk about, about Latinos in hockey. And the player she mentioned the most was Matt Nieto, or as you call him. Matt Nieto from Long Beach. Exactly. And I, I like this quote from <laughs> Matt Nieto that, I don't know if you want to read it or if I... You can read it. All My right. eyes aren't that good. Okay, so I'll read this. This is from Matt Nieto. Quote, probably everybody that he hung out with, or sorry, this is from his mom. This is great. Probably everybody that he hung out with is either in a gang or on drugs or something. It's good that he got out of this environment for sure. I think hockey saved his life. Absolutely. Hockey became a way out for a Mexican-American kid in Southern California. When he was born, we lived in a really bad neighborhood. There were drive-by shootings. He jokes about it that Snoop Dogg lived around the corner. It's true. But Matt wasn't born then. (laughs) That's a great quote. I, I love it. But... You know, some of those neighborhoods, they were pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And Matt Nieto kind of grew up at a time. He was born in the early 90s. The Mighty Ducks came around in 9394. And something weird happened around that time, 9394, when the Kings made the cup final. And then the following year, the Ducks came into town. Gretzky got the record. And then Paul Correa came in. Like, everything was happening. He first put on skates when he was two years old, when all that was happening. (laughs) That speaks for both of our teams, to be honest. To have that kind of, you know, it it, it helps grow the game so much. And to see it in person like that, it's amazing. Yeah. And growing up in that hard neighborhood of Long Beach from SoCal. I mean, that's a hard neighborhood. I know where that neighborhood is, by the way. That's a hard neighborhood. (laughs) Not as much as Compton or Watts or South LA. But, you know, good for him. And you know who I'm going to mention last. Since you're here. Mm-hmm. Alec Martinez. Yes. Yeah. He, he's a very handsome boy. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's of Spanish descent. Mm-hmm. Another Latino player. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys look up to him. Yeah. The funny thing about Alec Martinez is he has actually been like, yeah, I'm technically of Spanish descent. But like, he doesn't know what he, like, he has like no 
context for that heritage. So it's always a little bit funny yeah. uh, because people hold him up in, in whenever it's, you know, Mexican American, like night or whatever. People are like, ah, I like Martinez. And he's like the most like Michigan white boy. He just <laughs> happens to not be, <laughs> like, but I, I love him. But it, it's just always really funny because if you ask him about it, he's like, I sure I've got the name. Yeah. With but, a name like Martinez. Right. Um, I'll go a little bit personal here. So I went shopping at the King's summer sale and the first guy in front of me, like the first guy in line, who does he grab all the game used jerseys of? And by the way, this guy that was in front was of Latino descent. Who does he grab? All the Alec Martinez jerseys. That's all he freaking gets. He has great taste. He does. But lucky for you, he left a certain jersey. <laughs> I'll let you tell the folks what I got for you, just no, off topic. No, no, that's no. Oh, save it. We'll yeah, save, save it. it. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll save it for another game. I bet you're wondering what game use jersey I got. We'll talk about that in another podcast. But mm. you know what we, we got to talk about? What? We got to talk about our favorite protein bar. Oh, cool. In all the land. Yes. You know what that is, right? Um, uh, Built Bar. <gasps> Yeah, it's Built Bar. The best tasting protein bar. You got a couple upstairs. I'm mm-hmm. going to probably steal one. Cool. Yeah, I guess. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. You know, they got a lot of flavors. Mm-hmm. They have a mint puff coming out pretty soon. What? I don't know if you saw that. That's the best thing about Built Bar, aside from how delicious they are, is that especially once you buy something from them and get on their mailing list or their text list or whatever. Like, I got a text from them earlier today that was like, don't miss out. Um, there's constantly cool new flavors and varieties and stuff being introduced. So if you don't like the current, like, flavor palette, uh, don't worry. Something's coming for you. Oh, yeah. So head over to Built.com right now. And, oh, well, they're healthy for you, too. Yes. They're only 130 calories. Yes. 17 grams of protein. Yes. Only 4 grams of sugar. Yes. They taste like a candy bar. Yes. Go to built.com right now. Yes. And what promo code should they use? Locked15. That'll get you 15% off your next order mm-hmm. of Built Bar. Please eat responsibly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And this show is also brought to you by betonline.ag. We'll talk odds later, but, you know, the odds of the Ducks winning the championship are... Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> did you go prices right on me? Yes. Yeah, you did. The chances are slim to none, and Slim left the building essentially. But if you want to bet on other teams winning the cup, like not Vegas. Gross. Hey, maybe, maybe Seattle. Seattle. Hey, they could win it. They're up there. Or it could be Colorado. Yeah. We don't, we don't hate Colorado around here. No, no. I mean, they're a team. Yeah. Or if you're daring bet on Tampa Bay winning their third cup in a row Hey, Ducks fans might like that. Corey Perry might win his first cup in 16, no, 17 years. That's a lot. You're kicking your head. Corey Perry, man. Corey Perry. So if you want to place your bets on the NHL futures or the NBA futures or football, which is now back, or baseball's in full swing heading into the playoffs, then head over to betonline.ag. And what should they do, Sarah? Uh, they should gamble responsibly. Yeah, and use promo code Locked On to get a fifty percent welcome bonus. I won't do the math here. That's BetOnline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly and do not bet on the Ohio State University. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to get your money, you can. I'll just be mad. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah does not care for. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. So I do want to wrap up. We'll just kind of like go off the cuff here and talk about broadcasting. 
Because mm-hmm. I did want to bring that up. Both of our teams have had different takes on how to do hockey broadcasts in Spanish. Um, your team, the LA Kings, has mm-hmm. taken a more proactive approach mm-hmm. with one of the best guys out there. He's super nice. Yeah. Your interview with Francisco, super cool. If you want to tell them about it. Like, yeah, like, so the Kings do have Francisco X Rivera doing uh, Spanish language broadcasting for the team. It's not every game. It's just a limited number of games. But I can envision a world where more and more of those games are going to get broadcast. Um, and he, I spoke with him last year on the show. Um, if you're on the Twitters. I'll try to find the link and post it. Uh, But got to talk to him a lot about his path to being a broadcaster uh, and a lot of the good work that the Kings are doing in Mexico with youth hockey players there and how they even managed to find ways to keep doing it even during the pandemic. Like they literally got on Zoom with all these little kids in Mexico City and like Derek Armstrong and were teaching like fundamental skills. Um, And it, it was it's really cool to see you know, we all talk trash about our teams a lot. Uh, at least I, I, I could think I can speak for both of us whenever I say that when our teams disappoint us, um, <laughs> we will be vocal about it. So it's really cool to see the Kings doing something like that and investing in a community that they don't have to. They could easily not do it just like every other team. Um, but, you know, in terms of broadcasting, um, Francisco X Rivera is a great guy, a great broadcaster. I speak like, Spanish for a fi- uh, like a five year old, um, and even wa- like even me watching his calls, like you can just tell the enthusiasm, the excitement he has for it, the passion he has for the game. Uh, it- it's just really neat, and the Kings care about this. Try which, watching him live. Yeah, you know the enthusiasm that he has not only for the Kings games but the Ontario Rain games. Mm-hmm. We like this is not to be you know let go. He was the first Mexican born to do an English language game. In either the NHL or the AHL, and did it for the Ontario Rain for not one but two games. Mm-hmm. He was so good the first time they brought him back a yeah. second time, and to hear Rivera with Daryl Evans, yeah, that was entertaining as yeah. hell. Yeah, he was really good, and I, I hope that he gets. I know that the the Rain have a broadcast team in place for you know future seasons, but I really hope he gets to come back because it was a lot of fun, and I think helps bring hockey and the AHL in particular to a whole different market. Mm -hmm. I would love to see just for the record, an Ontario rain game featuring Josh Schaefer. And um, I forget who his new color analyst is, but I want to see Francisco Rivera in that booth too. Just the three of them. That would be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be fun. And I also will shout out Jesus Serate who for one game, and this is my both joy and disappointment. It took the Ducks 25 years to have their first Spanish-language broadcast. But that one broadcast they did was a classic. They were due to do it this coming season, but pandemic, mm-hmm. of course, happened. So we couldn't bring it back. And Ducks, if you're listening, I hope to God you bring back Jesus Serate for Dia de los Muertos Night at the Ponda this coming season. you got to make it happen. It took 25 years, one game. Bring them back for another game. In fact, bring them back for more than one game. It's good that they're doing stuff now. I'm just sad it took this long. And I hope it's for more than one game per season. And to your point, the Ducks have started, finally, to do some stuff for Mexican Heritage. They've already put in some time and money to help those inner city youth out in the areas like East LA. Like starting, start, not East LA, but like the Latino areas in Orange County. Where we're starting to see that more. We need more of that, especially in Orange County. There are those neighborhoods 
like Santa Anna, or sorry, mm-hmm. Santa Anna, um, parts of Anaheim, where there's a very heavy Latino base. So that's what I want. That's what I want to see more of. The Kings are already doing a good job of that. So Ducks, time to get on it. Just saying. But I, I, I feel like we had a good conversation about that. We did. There's one other thing I wanted to add because I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Al Montoya, we mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Um, goaltender had his you know great career. Uh, actually, just got hired by the Stars pretty recently. That's right. And um, I, I don't know the title off the top of my head, but it's like a community development kind of role. And I know um, from people who I know who know Al Montoya. That he that is he is so passionate about that he is so passionate about building hockey in the Hispanic community and I was really glad to see him get that role because I know it's something that he has been searching for to find a team that is on board with him and on board with this this mission so shout out to the Dallas Stars I guess for also helping to build hockey in Dallas well, absolutely like again those sun built areas because of them we got some more Latino based players. So yeah, this this was good. Yep. You know, it's important to me. Yeah, and I'm glad we had this. Awesome. So thanks for coming. Gladly. Like, really awesome. And thanks to all of you for listening. You know, I'm curious, how many listeners do we have out there that are of Mexican descent? We want to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, what did you think of this conversation? What did you think? You know, should both of our teams do more? Are they doing okay? You know, we want to hear from you guys. So if you want to, you know, chat at us, hit us up on Twitter. You know, Sarah's at right said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E said Sarah with an H. And what's your podcast? Where can they find you and all that? Uh, Locked on Kings, of course, available wherever you get your podcasts. On Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Give me a tweet. Say hello. Uh, Yeah, let me know what you think the Kings should be doing more of uh, to help, you know, grow the game. Because that's the best part about hockey. That and winning. And the Kings aren't doing a lot of that. So... May grow well, the game. May as well grow the game. Yes. And you can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. And the show is at LO underscore Ducks. Yeah, good times. Yep. Locked on at Anaheim Ducks. You can find wherever podcasts can be heard. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go have some Mexican food. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. All right, for Locked on LA Kings and Locked on Anaheim Ducks, this has been Locked on SoCal Hockey. And just want to wish you all once again a happy Mexican Independence Day. Please be safe out there. Celebrate responsibly, be kind to one another, and ducks and kings and patos fly together. Quack, quack, quack.